Uh, nah, they, let's they keep talking about fat they people, never son. They said that about me. <laughs> Whoever said I don't know about sports? You don't know about sports. You played JV for four years, Kevin. You never made a team. So? Ever. So? Nobody saw you was like, You ain't ever seen him, him in an eating competition. Kev, you talk so much, though. You talk so much. I really feel now that we're closer to size. If we really play one-on-one basketball, I beat you. Get your weekly dose of R&R, What was your proposal? I took her to the Empire State Building where we went the night we became official, and she knew she was getting proposed to, so I pump faked her like five times up there. Oh! So great, dude. You already had those she planned out? She was so pissed when we got downstairs. Can I say that? She was tight when we got Because she was like, sure. She literally texted her friend, today's the day, with wedding ring emojis. And then I took her up there, and I would like make long speeches with nothing at the end. That's hilarious. I pulled out. She probably was like holding her breath. She's like, yes, yes, yo. Yes. And he's like, oh, y'all got the menus? No, wait. That's it? Bro, I took her to the top. We're looking at the view. I said, I brought you here because this is where we went when we first started dating. I want to show how far we've come and how much we've grown. And we come full circle. And then I just stopped talking. <laughs> You're a jerk. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, and then she was just saying, like, she goes, she That's goes, super risky, she though. Goes, she goes, You're being awfully quiet. <laughs> and then I said, It's just so peaceful up here. It's like, I feel like I could take a nap. Man. So, what did you, what did you finally say to That's ask her? At the bottom, when we left. So, when you finally get to the bottom, what did you say? Then all her friends and like her close friends and family and like some of my close friends and family were out there. So I didn't even say anything. I just walked her outside. I could tell she was texting her friends like mm. super upset. She, <laughs> I, she literally, I, I took a glance at the text she showed me afterward and it said, who doesn't propose at the top of the Empire State <laughs> Building? What an idiot. So wait, did you wait till you get to the bottom? You got to the elevator ride down, son. So you orchestrated the pump fake throughout the whole night. Because <laughs> oh, you knew yeah. the friends were going to be downstairs? 100%. And she That's great. You said yeah. yes after yeah. all that. Yeah, of course, dog. Oh, wow. Great guy. Who goes? Like, I got propose to at the bottom of the Empire State Building. So just. On I'm the an street. Indian with light eyes. <laughs> I can, like. Like, she's going to find another one of me. <laughs> Girl, you better act right. <laughs> Well, That's congrats, hilarious. man. When That's is the wedding day? When is it? Uh, you find out if you get invited. So hey, you know, I want to be invited. We're talking about this no off now. Too risky to I invite yourself to people. I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> Don't invite him. Yeah. Weddings are too expensive. They're expensive and certain venues like the venue we chose because that like you just everything's expensive everybody you're trying to figure out what am I going to sacrifice to go here 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 yep. this place got a cap on the number of people you get we have to have at least 275 but we can't have more than 312 in Indian family our family is like 291 <laughs> so what is, so, <laughs> so they tell me this out of, out of 1 in 10 and just be honest with me between 1 in 10 what are my chances you know of what? getting an invitation hey, to let me tell you, let me tell you your number plus 1 <laughs> you could be somebody's plus 1 <laughs> You could be at my wedding, son. So if I get the invite, can I at least get the invite to the basketball party? Oh, yeah, man, my snap. basketball party going to be whack, though. Okay, because I don't drink and stuff. So I don't either. What do you guys want to do? I just cuss a lot. Thanks a lot, Reggie's and Ratchet. For <laughs> taking away ratchet my... with no cussing, so it's like ratchet life. <laughs> yeah. Very yeah. Ratchet Diet life. Ratchet. Diet Ratchet. Are you guys ready to get this started? Let's get it started, All right. cuss. What up? This is your boy, Doughboy. And Kevin. How you want to be invited to my wedding? You didn't even spell my name right. Oh, wow. Look wow. at the second name. Wow. That's supposed to be your boy. He is my boy, man. He's to be at my wedding. I'm just a poor speller. That's nothing to do with him. a poor friend. I love the man. We've done shows together. All right, let's run this back one more time. 
What up? Can I this- tell you something else? Oh, we're leaving that in. That's the, that's the cold open. I'm not interrupting this guy's intro. Really and it's so important intro. to him. Know, He's man. really like, well, everyone- he like your fiance right now. Like, okay, like, it was funny the first two times. But can we calm down and start the show? Please let me do an intro. When she said yes, was it like, I? She cried. Oh, she cried. No, she, she cried. cried. She cried. As you know as her she... well then. Right. Yeah. You I, know her well. You know I got the idea from Cosby Show. Shouts. Shouts really? To, shouts to Heathcliff Huxtable. He did that? He would always, and this is actually my homie, who was like, listen, man, he gave me that. He was like, look, man, this is a weird point of advice to give you, but remember the Cosby Show. Cliff would always act like he messed everything up, and then at the last second would declare oh, yes. he would like that come through and be super thing. romantic. Yeah. And so he was like, do not propose the top of the Empire State <laughs> Building. And I was like, that's great. And you did I, the I opposite of what the cliche would have been. Yeah, because she because she knew it was coming. So I was like, that's no fun for me. Yeah. Yeah. He really just wants to do the intro. He, Shut he up. Just, <laughs> okay, that's cool, 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 cool. I got, a, I got another story oh, clip no. to interrupt. Right, so here we go. What up? This is your boy, Doughboy. <laughs> hey, Kev on stage. And this is our friend, Aka Singh. And he is... Spell the, that. Spell uh, it. Okay, okay. This is another installment. I'll start it off to the left. Righteous and ratchet and Akash is here and he's Indian and cool. <laughs> yeah, well, you still got that wilding out in your veins, huh? Oh, yeah. making, up, making up songs. Oh, so, yeah. First of all, before we even get started, shout out to the Right Pack. And what I mean by the Right Pack is our good, fr- our good friends on the Patreon. They are watching us live. And hey, what day is it, though? Sunday. 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 And this is not going to be aired until Wednesday, but the family is here. They're watching us live. And you can be a part of that experience for as low as $5 a month. Just join us at www.righteousandratchet.com and be a part of what all the cool kids are doing. Can I tell you something about Patreon? Yes. We got a Patreon, which you mm-hmm. know, we yes. talked about it. Mm-hmm. it. You guys who give to the Patreon, you have no idea how amazing y'all are, how mm-hmm. much y'all help. They wouldn't be here on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't be able to be here on a no. Sunday without mm-hmm. a Patreon because that opens up. There's so many things you do in this business you don't make any money on. And yes. that's fine. I love what I do. Yes. But it's I was almost homeless before our Patreon. Legit. My right. lease was up. Wow. I didn't have a place to live. And I believed I was, and this is why my girl is a soldier. She gave me, she gave me a hard time about it constantly. She was nagging a lot, but mm. she stuck with me. And I was like, I believe in my, once we start this Patreon, I believe in our following. They love us. They're our people. And then we had, for a long time, the fastest growing account in the world. But I was homeless <laughs> in between waiting. Dang. Wow. Yeah. So wow. we were like staying at her friend, her sister-in-law's or something Oh, both like of you that. guys were just? Just for like a week and a half, two weeks, just like. I know we're, we had a place where we could afford lined up, but like, yeah. if if this Patreon didn't go, it would have been a real. Fun. I've been telling you, bro, Patreon saves lives. Oh. It saves lives. This business is inconsistent. YouTube just, I don't know if y'all know this, anybody. YouTube basically just decided last week that if you make family friendly content with children in it, you won't be able to monetize that anymore. Really? In four months. What? Yeah, remember that pedophile thing? The yeah. reason my comments are off? They can't. They haven't figured out a way to stop it. So that's, they're basically like, and that's they a got a sentence trouble. with no context. I'm just gonna say, remember that pedophile thing? They turned on my comments. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I've talked about it at length. So basically, what happened is there was a pedophile ring. So say you have a, a little kid and you take her swimming, right? And you videotape it. Yeah. They would find that video in the part where your your child was in a bathing suit. They would mark the time like seven twelve, and then they'd add that to a playlist. And other, I'll other murder pedophiles, everybody. Would, oh. Yeah. Pedophiles would find this playlist and be a whole bunch of people's kids like doing innocent things, but they'd be partly dressed. I so my channel, okay. they, they took all the comments off of anybody who had kids. So they on, couldn't put the timestamps. So they put the oh, timestamps. Okay. So then on top of that, YouTube got in trouble because they were basically like um, recording. your all the fun for everybody. Oh, yeah. They? <laughs> they were recording all the uh, 
the uh, info of children watching YouTube and then serving them ads based on their age, which is illegal. So in order, instead of stopping that, they're just like, all right, no ads for nobody. So if you get, if you have kids, you just there's no money in that. And there's people whose whole life is that family friendly YouTube page, and they're gonna and, not and be able for, to make YouTube money. is basically like, we have no answer, but in four months you won't get paid. Wow. So use that four months to figure out how you can get paid otherwise, because it's over. And that's how flimsy we live day to day, and that's why the Patreon is so important. Absolutely. Flagrant 2 Patreon is all about, like, our whole thing is, Doughboy didn't tell me I couldn't cuss till I got here. But our whole <laughs> thing is- you win the game. No, I'd have come. You're, you're my homie. Doughboy's right. my homie. You're not invited to my wedding, but you, you're my homie. You're my people. That's a different level of friendship. I got a right. lot of love. That's Come what? to the wedding, friendship is top tier. Absolutely. Boy, Doughboy already owed me. Let me tell you something about Doughboy. This is what I was going to interrupt <laughs> his first <laughs> intro with. Every time we do shows on the road I'd be like yo that's what's up I'm with Doughboy but every time I got a hotel and they were like you want one king size bed I was like you gotta give me two doubles cause I know Doughboy didn't get a place to stay and I know I he would never tell me he would just he would just hang out and then he'd be like hey where you staying you got a what you about to get into <laughs> he would just hang out with me until the night was over and then you'd be like what's your hotel situation time out time hold on hold on so out of pocket so <laughs> and then he would stay in my room and snore you know a man who was that weight had sleep apnea ain't no way Doughboy didn't have sleep apnea I don't know about now. He lost weight. Oh, he's still be snoring. But I was like, Doughboy's the homie. I can't, I can't have my man sleeping on the streets. Hey, he's a real dude for that, man. man. Shout out to him. And let me give him his props, too, because honestly, he has indirectly really impacted us. Because when I quit my job and, you know, I just was like, we're going to do this full time. I had no idea what Patreon was. I called my brother uh, Akash because I seen his podcast blowing up. I said, bro, talk to me. And he put, he said, Doe, this is what you want to do. And Kev, you can co-sign this. I called Kev. I said, bro. This could be a real thing. We need to do it. So that's what made you us. You sent me a caution yeah. them, uh, yeah. the flagrant two, the Patreon. And I was like, hold what? on. What? <laughs> because I'm going to tell you what happened. I had known about people. Making, right? like, <laughs> I stopped being poor. What's up? So, <laughs> What's up, everybody? There's the last podcast on the left, and they make like $50,000 uh, on we Patreon. Gotta, we got to catch them. Right. I'm, I'm working on it. Yeah. <laughs> so my boy Big Hours J showed me that, and I was just like, all right, man, that's. I hate to say it, that's white people. You know? yeah, that ain't that don't be the case for people like yeah, us. Like right. I've known people with patrons, but nobody was out here killing. Yeah. So when he sent me y'all's, I was like, okay, we know a cop. <laughs> right, right. A cop was at ADD. Like right. we know <laughs> if the they can do it, right. him, Andrew, and Kaz, like if they could do it, it seemed more attainable. Yeah, right. Because it was people we knew in the space doing what we do. Exactly. And, and they were right about it. So let's tell the people who a cop is is yes. and why he's here, because they're uh, they probably don't know why. Yes, let's go ahead and introduce So tell it. us the beginning of your friendship, I guess. Okay, I met Akaj back. We both uh, did Wildin' Out together. That's where we uh, first met. I'd heard about him before. I had heard nothing but great things, but we first really became cool on uh, Wildin' Out. You did, what, two He seasons? would make fun of me for being Indian, I'd make fun of him for being fat, and that was the friendship. <laughs> That's we would just try to find new and unique ways to <laughs> insult each other. Right. Joke back. <laughs> I told Doughboy, my favorite one is I said, you look like a, a partially inflated air mattress. <laughs> Partially is so specific, and I see the visual. The visual comes into your mind. You know, you'd be halfway like, let me just take a break. And it's just like, you know, it's just like, you know, that's a creative fat joke that, that I would is. like. Because you be know, like, when you've been fat your whole you hear life, you them all. I've heard the big head jokes. Yeah, it's it's got to like, be really original, enough. right? And when somebody hits you with one, it's like, well, there are new ones. <laughs> that's why you like, ain't no new ones. And then uh, when I went out roast me, I was like, oh, there's there's hundreds. Right. There's hundreds of new big head jokes. Way I just have been way. hanging around the same people for a while. Uh, people are really creative when they want to hurt you. Right. So <laughs> that was the genesis of our uh, relationship. And then we went on to do some colleges and, and shows together. And then he went on to do some more things with the Viacom family, MTV, different shows. Yep. Then he started a podcast with his uh, good friend, Andrew Show called The Flagrant 2 <clears throat> Podcast. It yep. focuses a lot on sports. 
Sports and uh, the idea is flagrancy. Like right. we are comics who like to push the boundaries. We mm-hmm. don't believe in. If you are a safe comic because that's who you are, great. I know mm-hmm. Kev to be a very righteous dude. So mm-hmm. if Kev doesn't cuss, that makes perfect sense to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we don't want to be safe just because that's what like the industry is putting on. We right. are guys who like Patrice O'Neill, dangerous jokes, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we wanted a place where like we can have this fun and it's fine. And the, the again, the Patreon is like, if you subscribe to that, we we know you're not going to report us anybody. Right. <laughs> Be killing people. people on online is is people who aren't fans of Snitches. yours. Right. Find, like Snitches. that happens to Tony Baker all the time. People who aren't really fans of you, they don't like <clears throat> something that you do. They report your page to like whatever, and then the videos get taken and down. Tony's one of the top up. five best human beings in comedy. Absolutely, he's such a good guy. And if you don't like Tony, that's on you. That's right. has to be you. you. My thing is this. Here's <laughs> my thing about comedy and this whole thing. If I don't like you or your comedy. All I have to do is unfollow you. It's so that's easy. That's, I, you know, I don't really want to see. There's people in my real life that I've known for years. I'm like, I don't like the social media version of you. I'm unfollowing. <laughs> yeah. And they'd be like, what happened? Nah, just, you weren't doing it for that's, me. That's the game. <laughs> you don't have to do it. I'm right. not going to go out of my way to like report comedy. Or stop that, you from yeah, doing Yeah, like, that's your right. thing. It ain't my thing. I'm, I'm out. That's what I always say about cancel culture when people say, cancel this guy. It's like, you were never subscribed to him. <laughs> what did you cancel? I said that all the time. You can't cancel someone you didn't support. Right. <laughs> You can only cancel people. You, the only person I've ever canceled in my life is R. Kelly. Really? Because I used to support his music. Right. I never went to a concert, but I used to buy his music, listen to it, stream it, whatever. And then when all that stuff came out, and to be fair, when it came out recently, because I saw the video earlier in life, mm-hmm. and then he released Ignition, and I was just like, <laughs> "Yes, I said." We kind of all did that. Oh I'm not God. alone. TP2.com. We, is we all was just like. Uh, but you're using past tense, bro. That's it. <laughs> did that? I, hey, I listen to Ignition right now. So you still listen to R. Kelly? I don't make it a point to. <laughs> but <laughs> if it comes it on my Pandora, I'm not switching the songs. <laughs> what? I see. That's one of the things that's really tough for me because I ain't gonna lie. Like Trapped in the Closet is one of the most creative things. Like I used to just watch that just because, like, who? How did he even? They do made this? a movie out of it. I know. The worst movie After I've ever the seen. After like the eleventh like, time, it was like, bro. yeah, midgets yeah. coming out of the sink. It was like, literally. Okay. <laughs> All right, like, Robert. That is a no, Robert. The first time Robert. I saw the little person, <laughs> yeah, I was like, like, all right, okay. I'm ahead of you. That little SpongeBob <laughs> man. But the first four movie. chapters. Oh, no, the first five. When it, when it ended, the. Oh, my oh gosh, my the God, rubber. Oh. Okay, first five. I remember hearing Six, it, though? I, yeah, six, it was like, okay. He went on to do like 35 chapters. I, I watched them all, but I was just like, all right, this is just. Yeah. You know, God of that, he's probably trying to tell stories to the kids in his dungeon. And you know when you be making when you telling stories to children, you just be making up stuff and trying to extend it as long as yes, you can. That's, that's exactly how you got the chapter five. five. That's how you got the chapter five to part nine. <laughs> right. It's always another end then. So before we get into all your questions, Akash, I want to ask you one thing. Yeah, you had a bit that went viral on Twitter a couple weeks ago. Okay, about people pronouncing Namaste incorrectly. Right. right okay. Right. Why? Have we all, because if you were saying white people are pronouncing it incorrectly. It's everybody. And well, white I, people started it, because y'all yes. didn't know Indians right, existed I, 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 until like four years ago. Slumdog Millionaire. <laughs> that's, that's, that's when it happened. That's what Slum he's talking about. That's the whole point about. is yes. what he's talking about. Yes. Slumdog Millionaire is where I feel like Indians really hit the- That's when we hit the mainstream. The mainstream, like culture-wise. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. Black I mean, people that's literally terrible. didn't understand. I would have I, so many black friends growing up that just didn't understand I wasn't from Iraq. <laughs> couldn't just, just people just like what? I'm just saying you're from Iraq around the idea that I'm not Middle Eastern or Saudi Arabia or whatever they thought. 
and was really <laughs> you grew up in Dallas. <laughs> I grew up in Dallas, one hundred percent. So it's Southern people. They don't. So it wasn't a ton of Indian population. I'm now assuming? there is. Now there is. Back then there wasn't that many. At least where I went to school, now is like forty percent Indian or some crazy like that. But when I was there, it was just me and one other Pakistani dude. <laughs> it's not Pakistan either. It's Pakistan. Barack, when you said that, Barack I was like, says it right. Barack always really? said, "That's how he got my vote." <laughs> that's all you needed from him. That's all you needed. Pakistan. Pakistan. Oh, you got my vote. Say less. I got. He's a straight shooter. He was looking like. <laughs> 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 I like him. Barack uh, Hussein. So why so, do you think we all have been mispronouncing it? You just think we're just culturally dumb? Because we don't speak up. That's on us, I think. I also don't really care. Like, the point of my joke also is, like, I'm not the guy who complains about cultural appropriation. I wanted that to be, like, I think it's just such a stupid thing to complain about for the most part. Really? Yeah, I don't care, man. It's just, it gets a little annoying. But Do you feel like your like, culture is appropriated a lot? Yeah, dude. Black people have Indian weddings, and then if you say it's appropriation, they're like, nah, we can't appropriate. I'm like, well, now you're just doing the thing. Wait, what's it? Wait, so black Bill people Burr have ha- Indian weddings? Yeah, I've seen black people with Indian weddings. I didn't. I've never it's seen like that. <laughs> Bill Burr had a funny joke. you seen Bill Burr's special? I've seen it. Though. I haven't finished it because I'm, like, so excited. I want to, like, sit down. Really okay, he had a it. great joke. So apparently, he's married to a black woman, which yes, I didn't know until yes, special. Yes. So he was like, "Okay, black people, y'all always be on people for cultural appropriation. I get it, mm. I get it. But skateboarding, that was us. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that was white that's people. Yeah, it was white true. kids in it Santa is. Monica. That's black people, y'all jumped on that. You didn't hear nothing from us, and I was like, that's a fact. Thing. I don't know if that's culture, but we definitely was like, when we on this now? No Lil Wayne, no Wayne was. He couldn't absolute. do one trick. Pharrell. <laughs> culture was absolutely not black and wow. we was like nah we on that though what's we up did. you Great ain't point. gonna whoop me I feel like that's how black people jump in <laughs> right. you ain't gonna whoop me so Shut that's up. one of the best parts about being black <laughs> is the like the We're intimidation thing like yeah. there's some times that I, I cut people in the movies when I was younger and they be looking and I'd be like like, well, I mean, I'm not really gonna test you, sir. My, so. I live with four black people on call, and they used to call uh, black people on college. They used to call it NF a BP, Natural Fear of Black People. <laughs> it was literally cut lines and be like NF a BP. We did that when we was in Spain. Yes, like, like we were in this long line, and like six of them came all the way, and they just came and stood with us. Like, mm-hmm. and then people were looking. You could see people <laughs> make the decision that they're not gonna do this. They like because it was like me, Tone, and yeah. Joe. We're like all six feet two on up. Yeah. yeah. So they was in, and they was in line at a at a at a water park. So they've been in line for an hour in the and sun. We can't, in and the we sun, we're like, we coming up to our friends. They're just like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not gonna be saying anything. They're big. Yeah, man. Huge. They got muscles. They didn't want no smoke. So anyway, it's pronounced. Tell us how to pronounce Namaste. incorrectly. Num us te. Num Namaste. Namaste. Yeah. Namaste. Namaste. Yeah, you all right? You got it. Well, namaste. Kevin was working out, and he was a little namaste. That's all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's not nom, it's num. It's N A M, but it's like N U M. Num Namaste. Namaste. Yeah. Namaste. Yeah. And perfect. also, I, I was joking about the Slumdog Millionaire. Mm-hmm. I was introduced, and I want to ask you if this is common. I was introduced to Indian culture by Indian food. Oh, is that yeah, how yeah. most people? That's most people. Yeah. Yeah. Chicken tikka masala and, and ma, naan. Naan. And that was it. But as far as the culture, I was just like, is curry Indian? It chicken. Here's the thing. Chicken tikka masala is also not actually Indian. So chicken curry is an Indian? It's it's British version of Indian food. Wow. What? Britain don't have no culture, by the way. By themselves. You talk about culture appropriation. They're, they're the kings of that. We were in England, and they were like, look, we don't really have our food. We just have all the other people's food, yeah. and then we just we put our shit on it. Because they can't cook. We found yes. London slaps. Though. London's one of my favorite cities on earth. Yes. But their food ain't good. Food the ain't the, yeah. like, the quality of food is good because it's all like grown better or whatever, but they don't know how to cook. So curry isn't an Indian. No, let's go back to chicken tikka. Chicken yeah. tikka is, and I didn't know this either, but I was always like, 
I used to be like, man, I don't ever eat chicken tikka masala at home. Why do, <laughs> white people always tell me they love it. What are they talking about? <laughs> and I didn't know. I just because uh, I I have uh, I say in a bit also where like where white people are always like, oh my god, I love Indian food. I go that stuff at the restaurants is not Indian food. That's Indian cuisine. Is that like Taco yeah. Bell basically? I don't know if it's Taco Bell, but we didn't like India. We're poor. You know what I mean, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We're eating like lentils and rice and and bread and potatoes and stuff that fills you up, and we can't afford meat like that. Like I remember, mm. this was twenty years ago, but the first time I went to India, getting meat was like a big deal. Like mm. we were gonna have chicken one night. You went to the market, they cut the chicken right there, slit his throat. You take it home, you cook so it. That's right. like a big thing. Oh, to get that was meat? like a thing. Now it's more common because India's come a long way in twenty yeah, years, yeah, but yeah. like. It's still most people aren't eating like that. They're not. They're right. eating pretty, you know. And a lot dull. of Indian is it? It's a it's a vegetable heavy yeah, culture. Yeah, vegetable. By by religion standards yeah, as well, most right? Most Hindu people. They don't. Are they don't. Indian people don't eat beef, right? No. Say yeah, you're cow. definitely not supposed to eat beef. You're not supposed to eat meat in general. Beef definitely not. Dang. Shoot, I was like Lambrignani and stuff. I thought I was cool. <laughs> Lo and behold, so, it's all good. So man, just for the cares. record, though, chicken curry is not Indian. Chicken curry is probably, but we don't like. We just call curry sauce. Like anything you cook with, like you put spices in it, whatever the liquid is, that's the curry you put that on. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. We never had like, there was a food called gutty, which mm. is like, I don't know, like nothing like what we call curry. But we, I never called curry anything except like if I had meat and then there was some sauce, I'd be like, put more curry on that sometimes. So it's it. more of like of a condiment. Yeah, I don't. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't. It's just different to me. I don't know. Maybe I grew up in a unique household, but we didn't have like a dish called curry. So, what was y'all? So, when you were growing up, what was y'all's like cuisine like? It was something called dal, which you'll see. With, mm-hmm. It's there's like a diff, few different kinds. We would have a tarka dal, which is like the yellow one. Mm-hmm. Um, we would have that and rice all the time, okay. and then <clears throat> potatoes. You do just aloo, just seasoned potatoes, right? And then roti, which is bread, not naan necessarily, but yeah, we yeah, have yeah. like just the, the roti, which is the like. Now, the, see, the speaking of when you're you know eating all those potatoes and stuff, you can gain some weight. Oh, you boy. know, I've been trying to lose some weight, so I've been all about getting in shape. Now, getting in shape <laughs> isn't just about losing That's weight, Akash. Uh, it's about Stop learning healthier us. habits and feeling better about yourself, whether that's more stamina to keep up with your busy life, finally getting into those gold jeans being more in tune with your body's needs or practicing more self-care. Now, I think the best part about Noom is the ease and convenience of the app. Now, see, we travel a lot and being able to have Noom keeps us accountable and that's great. Noom is great because it's really encouraging. So if you ever fall off the wagon, it doesn't shame you, but it encourages you to get back on. You know what I'm saying? So Noom is a habit-changing solution that helps users learn to develop a new relationship with food through personalized courses. And what I really love is no food is good, bad, or off limits. Noom teaches moderation and can be used in conjunction with many pre-existing popular diets if you want. They say it's based on cognitive behavioral approach. I just say it works. I've lost about 20 pounds on it myself. Now, you don't have to change it all in one day, okay? Small steps makes big progress. Now, you sign up for your trial today at Noom. That's N-O-O-M dot com backslash ratchet. Ratchet! What do you have to lose? Visit Noom.com backslash Ratchet, ratchet. to start your trial today. That's Noom.com backslash Ratchet. Ratchet. The last weight loss program you're ever going to need, Akash. I'm going to give you a gold star. <laughs> your best. That was fantastic. You like that? That was really? the that finest. Was I didn't even see it coming. The fact that we were talking about food, that was the lot. <laughs> I mean, I didn't see Josh give you the signal. <laughs> I didn't. It was smooth. <laughs> now you're reading towards the end. You got back in the head. Okay. <laughs> you know how about it. Work on that. Baby steps. Baby steps. One thing at a time. But we're hey, getting, we're getting there. that intro. Smooth. Come on. Smooth operator. Now, Akash, tell us a little bit about your. Why don't Greg get a mic? 
Greg, we're just working them into this. Yeah, man. We just got here, man. Actually, I don't think yeah, we have any more. too mean. That's what I want. I forgot. Greg from Zone then 6. Then he responded. From zone six. Greg from Zone 6. What is Zone 6? Atlanta, man, well, where he, 21 Savage is from. He's from Zone 6. Kevin's from Zone Twix. You know, it's a whole thing. <laughs> he's from Zone Fix. <laughs> <laughs> now, tell us. Tell us about your, your, you know, your entrance into the comedy game. How'd you get started? What made you want to get into it? Give us your spiel. Uh, I was supposed to be a doctor, which is obvious, I think. Because uh, you're Indian? Yep. You know what's 100%. funny about that? Indian families, and I feel like African families, yep. all of our, Same. Toby's, it was doctor, lawyer, engineer. Yeah. Did your, Were your parents, like, disappointed when you felt yeah. like? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they didn't stop me. Mm-hmm. My mom actually gave me her blessing, and that's why I did it. My dad is like, I think you're an idiot, but go. <laughs> I can't tell you what to do. Does he accept but, it now, like, that yeah, you've had some success? Yeah, sets? now I'm all in. And then last year was, like, a brutal year for me, like I said before, Patreon. Mm-hmm. And they were actually very supportive through it. My dad is like, hey, this is the business. It's ups and downs. So you're great. You're you're super talented. You're good at what you do. I've seen it. Like don't don't give up on yourself, which is great. Yeah, which I didn't expect. But yeah, initially, yeah, there was a lot of, and I don't blame them. Right, right, right. It should be. I'm not letting my kid do this. Why do you, you think? Got uh, <laughs> I got kids. You let them do this? <laughs> Absolutely. Really, Island, yeah. son? You watch. Now, now here, here's my thing, though. I'm not. I they were they were on the path to being child stars, and I pulled I pulled That's, them back yeah, a little bit because you. it was like I tell the story often, but I, I'll tell you. I remember the moment specifically when I realized this is not a good path for them. Because my youngest son didn't really want to do it as much as, as, as my oldest son did. And he was on set, he didn't want to act that day. Yeah. right? And I told him like, look, dude, if you don't want to do this, we don't ever have to do it. Like, cause acting's not a thing you can do. Are you a child? Enough! Enough! Are you a child? What are you doing? I've tried so hard. I just mentioned, I'm trying to look at Akash's eyes. Akash's eyes are green. All I see is this dude, you can't, he, I, I baby, I drink my You try to slam half a gallon in one take. I don't understand. I tried, it was so long. Why? Why are you reaching for that attention? Just that was a good conversation. A bottle, like a regular human. This is what the comments begin mad at. We keep oh, stepping sorry. over people, then you, you distract. It's a whole thirsty. thing. He was drinking like he was walking through the Sahara. He's not gonna finish that in one just, drink. That's what I'm saying. I'm oh, sorry. God. Oh my God. No. I'm sorry. So anyway, I hate it here. My youngest son was on a uh, set, and he was just like, they were like, "Hey, you gotta say this line." He was like, "Nah, I need a banana." And they were like, okay, because well, they had ran out of bananas. They're uh, like, okay, we'll, we'll go nope. to the store. We'll get you a banana. I was nope. like, well, ain't no bananas. If you're at home and you want a banana, ain't no bananas. You eat an apple, you don't eat. Yeah. And I was like, nah, don't get him that. Another time he was like, I kid you not. It was like, if we buy you a puppy, will you act? I was like, what? Are y'all crazy? <laughs> yeah, that's too much, <laughs> Buy him a puppy. Who's going to take care of this puppy? So I realized that what happens a lot of times, parents won't admit this. A lot of times it's the parents on set that get used to the entitlement more than the kids. Ah. Like when we did that fir- first stuff, the parents are like, give me the trailer and where's his stuff? And the kids are like, well, they're not even tripping about yeah. that. But when they see the parents do that a lot, mm-hmm. they grow up in Tyler. And I was like, I don't want my kids to be used to people treating them like were that. Were you worried you were going to become like that? Nah, because mm-hmm. I, I, I'm going to tell you why. I was already feeling guilty because it was my career too, like my choice to be in the entertainment and watching my kids blow past me. I was just like, I'm not going to ask for nothing. <laughs> I, don't want, I, don't even want, I don't even want the semblance of me riding on their coattails. Right. So I'm not asking for nothing extra. I don't even, all I did was eat the crafty. I ain't going to hold you. No. <laughs> we were on the set of Little Rascals. They had steaks. I was like, hold up. Your kids were in Little Rascals? My, uh, my oldest was in a remake of Little Rascals. on. Um, it was straight to DVD. It's not that. On Netflix. Yeah. Hey, man. It's on Netflix yeah. now. Yeah. But uh, so that entitlement thing that is common. Uh, because you can't be entitled if you going straight to DVD. You better no, check no. it. Like don't. <laughs> and that's the crazy thing about it. <laughs> hey, that's the funny thing about it. They they weren't entitled on the movie set. It was the YouTube company. 
that they got oh, way oh, more wow. pub. Like yeah. the YouTube, like the funny thing about the movie, they didn't really have no bread like that. Yeah. Like I was like, bro, this is a movie set. Like <laughs> it ain't really popping like yeah. that. But the YouTube company that they were signed to, they were doing crazy well. Right. So they were just getting everything they wanted. Yeah. And I was like, nah, this ain't really like that. Yeah. And then you got to pull them out of school to take them to auditions and stuff. And I'm like, if you want to be in Hollywood, you can still do that when you're 18. When you're an adult. Because right. I don't want you to. And then all them child stars were getting hooked on drugs oh, and stuff. Be I was a, like, yeah. bro. I'm be honest. I don't even think 18. I think 22, 23. Yeah. Get, <laughs> like, get college out of your system. Get at least a reasonable level head on your shoulders and then go out there. Right. Because this whole business will oh. destroy you. It, can oh. you imagine? Oh like hardly any child stars ever make it through unscathed. Like right. Justin oh, yeah. Bieber was just talking about how like was he was on mess. drugs and stuff. Yeah. And it's just like. He was like, bro, I got all the money in the world and I'm, I got suicidal thoughts. And that's if you make it. I know people, there's comics we knew who were like 12, 13, uh, mm -hmm. maybe 15 out in LA and they were hustling, but like they got so lost in it because you don't make it and then you just like, well, what else? What's everybody else doing? Drinking drugs or whatever? Yep. Oh, it's and very, they just, very... Man, it's sad. Like I watch these like little brothers just losing it. Yeah. Because they're not smart enough to say, I don't need this. How old were you when you're into the game? <sighs> Officially, <laughs> late 20s. That's great. Like Listen, late. Super level-headed guy. Yeah. Don't even let me cuss on his podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so funny story. We were talking to the original Alpha Alpha from A Little Rascals. He had a cameo in Alpha that. Alpha? Yes. Did you just say Alpha Alpha? The original no, original or the 90s original? Well, the 90s original. Not the original original. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, man, I was addicted to drugs. I was going to parties in Hollywood at like 15, 16. Alpha Alpha? Yes, and My man bro. was in one movie, son. That's <laughs> he was in one. That, I mean, look at Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. He, he aged like a president. Like that man that's hilarious. Out That's hilarious. here. <laughs> he, he did. Like, that he is. had a tough life. And he had what? It was like a six-year span where he was really rocking. Well, you got to think. He was 12 years old and the breadwinner of probably his whole family. Yes. How and else look at would his you brother, have? Kieran Culkin, he just getting famous now. He's he's a little more level-headed. Why is there always a less famous brother? Like, did y'all know Casey Affleck is an actor? Yeah, yes. man. My man got That's an Oscar it. and a Me Too, son. Respect that, man. Don't play. Just as I'm talking about him, I was like, what's this Casey guy with the same last name as Ben? You don't remember Casey Affleck from the early movies? I just realized that he had a brother. I was like, There's Affleck. a lot of nepotism in Hollywood. So the thing is, Casey Affleck and, and, and Kieran Culkin, they're brothers. You yeah. know who else is a brother of a famous person? Who? Ray J. Mm. But Yo. he's making his own way in the world. Yes. Right. Ray J's. He made a couple ways in the world, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> he's got an amazing pair of headphones. Mm. E50 eardrums with Raycon. We have these right here. We, um... We love them when we're we work out. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Oh. Pillars of health. Oh. <laughs> Pillars of starting and stopping workouts. But when we're on and we need quality music in our headphones, because you can't work out without music. No, no, I just no. don't feel no. strong no. without it. We use uh, Ray J's Raycon eardrums. They really improve the listening experience. Raycons come in different styles, different colors, and also have convenient charging cases. Raycon earbuds start about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing. The company was actually co-founded by Ray J and celebrities like Cardi B, Snoop Dogg. Love these earbuds. Mm. Listen, go to buyraycon.com slash RR to get 15% off of your order. That's buyraycon.com slash RR for 15% of Raycon wireless earbuds. If you've been buying a pair, now is the time to get an amazing deal. One more time, buy Raycon at raycon.com slash RR. R and R. Y'all yes. really doing numbers because Raycon, we do reads for them and they ain't send us no headphones. Oh, what? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just read it. Just read it and shut yeah. up. Just uh, shut up. Y'all doing numbers. <laughs> you know what's funny about podcast reads? There's so many um, podcasts, but yeah. there's 
only a certain There's amount like of There's like 10 reads out there. Like, oh, yeah. No matter what podcast you're listening to, <laughs> Yo. it's just like the mid-tier podcasts all have the same reads. Yeah. Oh, comes and the purple. big ones, the big ones all have the same reads too. But they ain't like, you. Ain't, there's nothing new under the sun. So tell us this, uh, quick question. So I have I always always references. I've told this story on the podcast before. It's one of my funnier stories. So I always tell a story about one of my worst experiences in stand-up. It's when I got booed at Southern's Homecoming. And I was telling a joke. And I told a joke. And all I heard was boo. And I started like walking to the other side of the stage. And then dude was like, the joke ain't going to be funny over there either. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was you a know terrible what, time. Like, I get on you for being scarred about that. But that it is was, traumatic. Oh, I did. It was like there was nowhere to go. It was the light was there. I was like, ah, I can't leave. That, <laughs> and then I got booed. And then I was on Twitter. And it was a whole thing. What was your worst experience on stage that you could say? When I bomb. It is atomic. <laughs> the whole show behind me is affected by this. Oh, I don't bomb lightly. I don't bomb meekly. I don't. I don't have like a way to dig out of a bomb and make it okay. We just all going down together, son. This is kamikaze stuff. That's I have so many bombing stories. I've been pulled off stage multiple times in my life. Not physically pulled, but like people came up and they were just like, "Give me, give me the microphone." <laughs> really? Three times like, in my life. Once at Chocolate Sundays, first impressions. What happened? Wow. Tell us this story. Ooh. That hold on, you wait for like a year to, to get do on first talk. impressions right. at Chocolate Sundays. Not I. <laughs> Not you. I waited about a month. Ugh. And I, I just feel away about it. And I just caught no, nah, because somebody didn't show up or something. Oh, that yeah. is the, the little was, caveat. I, yeah, You're somebody didn't show up. up, and I thought I was ready. And I'm taking mad long between punchlines, and I think like my setups are so brilliant <laughs> that they'll just rock with me for four <laughs> minutes for mediocre laughs. <laughs> and they just started DJ sidekick, just hit a couple scratches. Oh <laughs> no, <laughs> that's the worst thing to hear. <laughs> and I'm up there, so I'm like, listen, let me get to this punchline. It'll be worth it. I promise, sidekick. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you oh, said no. that? I didn't say it. I thought oh, but it. you just the I just kind of looked up and I was like, don't worry about it, dog. I got this. I got this. <laughs> he's, he's the quarterback. <laughs> chill, everybody chill. Chill, chill. Yeah. Wildcat. <laughs> <laughs> check, check. Omaha, Omaha. Blue, blue, blue. <laughs> and man, it did not get funnier. And I just kept bombing. And I just started playing music. And the comic before me had bombed too. And then the guest host came up and said, this, uh, we gonna make it night tonight. <laughs> we gonna make it night tonight. I got pulled off the stage of Trippin' on Tuesdays. I don't know what they're calling that now. Tuesdays at the Comedy Store. What happened Again, there? Like, same thing. No no laughs, mass setups. <laughs> That's my problem. You didn't Sunday's experience? Nah, bro. Black people don't want no set. Black people don't appreciate setups. We be like, man, get to the funny part. Nah, Why laugh? Got bills. <laughs> Talk about Black this guy. Black people don't, listen, all that Jerry Seinfeld observation stuff, you yeah. know, think about paper Bro, <laughs> anybody trying to hear that, bro? Make me laugh because I got bills. I'm gonna be honest, this ain't even on black people, it's on me. It's on me. It's my setups were uniquely long. White people would have been like, honestly, there's a rice aroni on this stove right now. I got, I got a stove top on there, I gotta really take care of it, making the stuffing. Uh, so, tripping on Tuesdays, did like did caught the same L, and that was the bomb that finally made me get it. Because when I first started, I don't even include this as time I was actually doing stand up. Because yeah. for like the first six months I was out here, I thought you could do comedy like once every couple of weeks, months, yeah. two months, whatever. Nah. Like you had this set. I didn't realize how much work went into sharpening it constantly, constantly, right. constantly. And that was the bomb that made me be like, oh. I got to get up. And then I set a goal after that five times a week in L.A., which was cool yep. for L.A. That was solid. At the oh, time. absolutely. And then uh, then after that, I moved out to New York, and I caught a lot of bombs there. So I took some bombs in Harlem. I used to go to hood rooms because that's where <laughs> I could get love. 
Now, that's yep. where I get time, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember I did these dudes, Smokey Suarez. He's the guy. He's oh, so funny. Oh, yeah. That's the man. So he would put me up. He put me up the first three times, hard body, murders, yeah. body bags, bang, bang, bang. <laughs> and I remember he had a, he had like kind of a slow show, and then he put me up, Indian kid, goes in fearless, bang. And then he comes up to me, and he, he whispers in my ear, I can always count on you to hit a home run. <laughs> and, and I'm telling you, after, after that set, I bombed every time I went up there. <laughs> <laughs> no lie, no cap a year straight. Really? Bomb, 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 bomb. <laughs> a year? <Boom>. A year. <laughs> Just taking it How in the face, bro. Going? He kept putting you up. I'm a stubborn dude, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a stubborn dude. Let me ask you this, because I don't know if you've heard this urban legend, Kev, but us on in LA hear this all the time. People say the stand-up scene in LA is so lucrative. You can go out New there York get three hundred and night. New York, I'm sorry. Yeah. Can you? Is it really as like you can get three hundred yeah. a night, ten stages? If you are, I'm not at the comedy cellar, and there's some fear and insecurity on my part that I haven't auditioned because I know once you're in there, you got a murder. Like mm. everybody says, the first few months you're in there, they're watching you. Yeah. And you got to murder every single time. And right. they are the best comedy club, but they know they're the best and they know you need to be the best. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, we know what we are and we're going to treat you great, but you better, you better you reciprocate. You got to do what you're, yeah, you got to do your part. And so there's a fear in me because I'll take, sometimes I'll try some new stuff and I'll have a bomb and it ain't a light bomb. <laughs> I don't bomb light. <laughs> So that's all in the back of your head. Like, <laughs> this could happen at any time. <laughs> so there's a fear, like, what if I do that at the cellar and it's a wrap for me at the cellar? But if you're at the cellar, there are three clubs right around the corner from each other, and they yeah. got three shows. They all got three shows a night. So that's potentially, if you're just there all night, they could easily put you on nine spots if you're one of their guys. Wow. Now, here's the other thing about the cellar. Passing is not super hard. Mm. What is hard is staying. Now, what they pe- only some people don't know what killers. passing means. Can you explain that? So what passing any is? comedy club you want to perform at in New York or L.A., probably everywhere, mm. that's where I've been, you have to uh, pass, P-A, like fail pass. Okay. So you audition, and then if you... You know, if you don't pass, they don't say you fail, but you did. <laughs> and if you pass, you're in our rotation. And okay. then based on how well you do from there, whenever you come up, we'll put you up more and more and more. Nice. Okay. Um, so, yeah, but if you're one of the guys who's at the cellar a bunch, you could easily get 11 shows in a night. And what? weekends are, and I don't want to say easily like anybody could do it, but if you're one of those guys, yeah. yeah. And you uh, could get 11 spots in a night and weekend spots are 75 to $80. So you just made rent in a weekend. That's not but, happening in LA. But yeah, LA. It ain't happening in LA. LA is not. Listen, For real. <laughs> LA comics get wildly sensitive about it. It's just a fact. You can't do comedy here like you can in That's New York. Objectively, it's just more opportunities right. there. Yeah. New York is a stand-up city. I came here to be a stand-up. Right. I didn't go to New York to be. I mean, maybe Broadway, but like, no. You know right. what I mean, I'm right. straight. Right. Literally, and so that here there's a lot of opportunities yeah. in LA I could be an actor I could be a filmmaker I could be this I could be that New York it's you're, if you're a stand up and you go to New York that's what you're about yeah yeah so yeah. it's just kind of different there than it is here here there's three venues but like you got all these other like making independent films there's a whole bunch of different hustles here right are clubs think- are clubs open late in New York Oh, oh yeah, like 4 a.m. joints. So you get you get that bigger window out there too. I mean, if yeah, you're, comedy if you're clubs ain't open till 4 a.m. necessarily, okay. but there's like midnight shows on weekends, 11:30 okay. shows that go to like one. But I assume like the comedy store will have like an 11 o'clock. Yeah, they yeah. got the comedy, comedy store. The, I would just want to if they go until like four. If you had like a longer window, I also haven't spent a lot of time in L.A. since the Rogan Revolution. What's the Rogan Revolution? Joe Rogan changed everything apparently. Did he? Joe really? Rogan is, I mean, this guy is insane. It's like insane how big this guy is. 16 yeah. million listens a week. I know. Oh, which is, that's like, dog, that's friends numbers. That's 16 red, million yes. a week? That is. Oh, that is. We you, gotta, we that's the most lucrative podcast by far. Oh, yeah, it's I not think. even close. And he don't even need the money. Andrew Schultz, <laughs> that's, that's my guy. He's done it a couple times. Talked to Joe. And Joe's just like, 
Joe's a purist, man. He loves stand-up, so right. he's made it a point to use his platform to elevate stand-up. I was talking, we have this comedian uh, girl on our uh, Ask a, and she said she did a Comedy Central special, and mm-hmm. a comedy, you know the, uh, I forget what it's called, but where you tell the story, uh, this this isn't uh, happening. this is like not that. happening, This yeah. is not happening. She did both of those, and had zero effect on her yep. social media. Yep. She said she did Joe Rogan's podcast one time, and it was like a windfall of followers. Changes your life. What? If you One if time. you go on there and they like what you have to say and they mess with you, yeah, it's it's they call. Is that they, what happened, to Andrew? Because I realized he'd been booming. Andrew was lately. doing his thing, yeah, and then he got on Rogan, and then it did definitely elevate whatever he was doing. Because I feel like his audience and style of uh, humor fits well with it people fit, who watch. Fit uh, well. Rogan. It was a perfect crossover for him. Yeah, Joe Rogan is a great interviewer as well. He's oh, he's a great he's talk. Good. I just love listening to him talk. And you know what's weird about him? Like he's good at stand up. He's good at the podcast and then he's just a great commentator for UFC fight that yeah. doesn't seamlessly even, those are yeah. not even in the same world right. of like those are three specifically different skills comedy mm-hmm. interviewing and uh and commentating on on action fight sports there's a right. lesson there and I don't know what it ex- exactly is but it's something like yo if you follow what you're passionate at and you work hard at it mm-hmm. it will f- you will carve out something right. right and he's our Carson dude people go on there and it can change really your life is. and crush the interview and like that's really <clears throat> wow. that's what I'm saying maybe that that's why I feel like that w- about LA it's just like in the 80s for sure if the comedy store like anointed you then it changed your life right but that doesn't change your life this is no disrespect to it it's just a fact like there's nobody sitting in the audience waiting to you know pick you up and and get you a deal because you killed in the comedy room right i mean the comedy none of those clubs like that and the game joe rogan people are like man if you do that well it's like i'll follow you i'll book you like andrew schultz numbers started going crazy it didn't click in my head till just now yeah it was after joe rogan like his numbers started booming our podcast numbers went up because of rogan Really? Yeah. By association? Wow. We changed it from flagrant two to Andrew Schultz's flagrant two because it'd be easier to find his name after Rogan. Yeah. Wow. And then the numbers went up 20% probably. Ooh. Wow. But see, the so game is changed. Though, boy. Absolutely. Rogan. But the game is changed. We're coming for you. <laughs> nah, be the black Rogans, man. <laughs> Whatever. Y'all be the guys. The game has changed so much, though, because people will, like, put you in a situation where they're like, you know, if you're doing comedy in L.A., it takes some time to maybe, like, sell out, like, a comedy union or different things like that. They want you to, like, see you pay the dues in the different comedy clubs. But then I would see somebody like Kev on his tour sell out the comedy union, like, three nights in a row or just four, hilarious. Four. For or just I mean, hilarious. If, you, if you're gonna mention it, I just wanna. <laughs> just wanna <laughs> have it's a little right. clarity. No. But what I'm saying is, also seats no. right. you also so. drop something, Kev. You wanna? Just, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. My nuts. But you also. <laughs> 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 but you also like didn't have to go through the gauntlet of the the stand up in LA. I'm gonna tell you, and this is so I'm a competitive person. Mm-hmm. So when you said that about passing in in New York, I'm like, I want to go to New York and, and yeah. just see if I can make it. Like I'm the type I need to see where I measure up to the top. It's who cares thing. though. But it's who cares. But I'm gonna tell you what what turned me off of LA. When I came here, it was so much of kiss the ring. Oh, I hated that. You gotta come here. You gotta this. I'm not gonna name the name, but you gotta like. He, he has to like you as a person. <laughs> I'll kiss the like ring you. if I like the finger that's on. The ring is on. Bro, the person it was like, bro. Oh, okay. If I respect that yeah. hand, I like that. Uh, yo, you got that. If yes. you, I look at you like a king. Okay, I get you. Right. If I you're just a that. dude like me, nah, bro. And that's, and that's what, what it is. A lot, of it, it, a lot of what it is is co- comedians that didn't make it, and then they put themselves in a position to be like a gate keeper for other comedians. That's and you what literally I don't have like. to wait outside bookers. of the yeah. comedy club and, and talk like, to these dudes. To I'm like, I hang out at Denny's. No, I don't my wife pretend was like, to like nah. people. Oh, you married? You ain't. My wife, when we got here, she was like, "Let me before we even unpack these boxes." Let me tell you what's not finna happen. Right. You're not finna be out here four or five nights doing comedy and leaving me alone with these kids in a new city. Mm-hmm. You're not. You no. gotta find another way. So I was like, 
internet. Please make me laugh. You like me? Because my wife said, I can't go outside. That, so, that's and, literally what people and, told me when I moved yeah. to LA. They said, you got to hang out. Go to, Denny's. go to Denny's. I don't want to go to Denny's. I, Denny's I, is trash. I actually hate hanging out with Miami comedians. are great. Comedians can be awful. Don't stop. Comedians are, no, comedians are jerks a lot of the time. I don't even comedians like can be awful, hating. Yeah. I don't even like hanging with all comedians. A lot of them are just really... I don't be like jaded and cynical. Because yeah, it's it's an awful business, and they're probably not making it. And then that manifests itself. I was like that for a few years in New York, just angry and mean, and just yeah, bitter. You don't realize it though. You're just in it. You're living in a horrible apartment. Dog, this is how broke I was in New York. I was doing. uh, I couldn't afford a gym, so I was trying to do P90X. Not well, but I was trying. (laughs) And then one of you laugh for that. Like neither you or me ever killed P90X. I'm gonna tell you, I, I'm in, I remember sitting on the couch you, watching P90X. Like this got to count for something. No, you, you, know, you, you know, you gave me a copy of P90X and it's still in the box. <laughs> like two years ago. Go ahead. Let's start a workout series called like Ratchet 45, where it's like, look, you ain't gonna look that great. <laughs> but it's about half. It the won't time. be a before or after. You'll just be at a during body. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> During, we gotta have the during, the during body, body workout. That's, that's a serious. During body workout. That's a, that's Abs a is going even like me and you. Ride us to Ratchet Adventures. Come on. Ooh, during. <laughs> the during. You ain't never gonna reach you that after that bad, picture. But, but you ain't where you never, should be. Bro, I'm so cool <laughs> with just the during. I don't need to be after. For real. I don't have the willpower to, to be after. after. But you I don't wanna let, be before. I can't let myself go you sloppy. I'll live my whole life in the during. I need to be like we brought it up If you here. see me and you're the just during diet, that's what's up. <laughs> the during diet. It could be worse. <laughs> it could be worse. Yo, give me a cut, son. That's all I have. <laughs> but go ahead. You was working out, watching and, P90X. And you're, doing, you're having to do push-ups. Yeah. Every push-up I would do, a different mouse would run by my face. <laughs> oh, my god! I used to sleep with a mattress on the floor. I would hear mice running by the floor. Uh, tell uh, them this. I don't mean to cut you, but tell them about what you were spending. Because I remember we talked when you were living in New York, when you were renting a room. Tell them about that situation, about the space that you were getting. I was, I was on, it was only like 475 a month. So it was, a good, it was cheap. Yeah. But it was called a railroad apartment. <laughs> so I had an apartment. I had a room close to the, next to the kitchen. But, and then there was a middle room and then another room. And anytime this guy in the middle room had to get to his room or go to the bathroom, or the kitchen, he would walk through my room. Oh, and he no. was a, he what was does a, this look like? He was an alcoholic, oh, no. a pathological liar, always lied to the landlord, never had rent. Coming to my room. Bro, couldn't come up with 475. He spends that Coming to my room at four in the morning, drunk, stumbling in. I'm trying to get sleep. I would hear the TV turn on. There's mice everywhere. You had, you had the middle seat of an apartment. Bro, I had the middle seat. <laughs> Every time somebody got to go to the bathroom, they got to wake you yeah, up. Excuse fat, me, man. Excuse fat person next to me. Oh, snap. Jeez. It was miserable. But that, that jades you. And it's cold. You don't see the sun. I remember Clayton Thomas. Shouts to the homie Clayton. He Clayton. came to visit me at a different apartment I had. And I remember that it was spring had like just come around in New York. Yeah. And we were crossing the street, and there was like half the street is sunny in New York, and half the street is shaded. Yep. We were in the sunny street, and I, he wanted to cross, and I was like, nah, we don't let it, let this go one more light cycle. Because I haven't seen the sun, no lie, in four months. <laughs> so just hang for a minute. I swear, I stopped him. I was like, yo, hold up, one more. I need the sun. <laughs> you had yard time. <laughs> son, it's a, yeah. it, was, it was a sentence. I did a bit. That does make you angry. We were, we were in New York yeah. for, for six days. Absolutely. And we were staying in Times Square, and I'll never forget it. This is recent. And I had to take a break from the city. And you got paper. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I he don't, no, hey, I he's doing all right. That's dollars. why I like Carlos, Carlos Miller. <laughs> I ain't rich, but I got a couple, got a couple of dollars. dollars. <laughs> it was 2 a.m. We were walking back from like Dallas Jones Barbecue. We, out, yeah. we went out after the show. Somebody literally had a jackhammer 
They were <laughs> jackhammering the street at two o'clock in the morning yep. by our hotel. I'm like, bro, what? What <laughs> other city in the world world are they using a jackhammer? They don't care. in the middle they of the care. night. People no city, are sleeping. They don't care. No city in America cares about you less than New York. Oh my god. Yo, you remember how angry you were that day? Just just you're just gritty. You're like wow. you're like you you're like grinding your teeth and stuff. People bump bro, the amount of people that bumped us in a four day span. Yep. Oh. We was oh. and they ain't no apology, like None. just bump you like wow, like in any other city, we squaring up. Yeah. New York, I mean white women. Bow. What's oh, up, yeah, what yeah, you gonna do? No, it makes you angry. You know what else makes you angry? When you have a poor performance in the bedroom. Let's talk about Bluetooth, guys. Now you hey, can Bluetooth, increase. Yo, shouts to Bluetooth, yeah. dog. <laughs> you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Now listen up. Bluetooth.com. That's blue like the color blue. Now Bluetooth brings you the first chewable gummy with the same FDA-approved active ingredient as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. All right, now they're made in the USA, and since Bluetooth prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Bluetooth is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor's visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. Now, I'm gonna know, need I'm, a blue chew tonight. I'm telling you, man. I'm exhausted. Hey, man, you I need that, that energy. <laughs> I need blue chew. Preview pumps, preview pumps, preview pumps. I need something to help me get the butt because I ain't too tired for sex. Oh, you can be. And now, this just isn't for guys who can't Andy. perform, it's for any guy who wants extra function to enhance their performance. Now, if you're a one and, a, one and done type of person like myself, blue chew can even help <laughs> you follow through for round two. Okay, now right now we got a special deal for our listeners. Visit bluechew.com. That's blue like the color, chew.com to get your first shipment free. When you use our special promo code RR, RR. just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B L U E C H E W.com. Promo code RR, RR. Try it free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. Thank you, Blue Chew, for sponsoring Righteous. And ratchet. Yo, they, they sponsor our podcast. You know, we have people do send us, it says, send us your choose testimonials. True testimonial? Tell us about a time you That's took great. Blue Chew and the effect it had on you in the bedroom. Oh. Have your girl chime in and send it to us and we'll play it on the podcast. So that's some game if y'all want to Hey, do man, that. can we borrow that? Can we borrow that? Of course, absolutely. We're giving it to us. We don't have to steal it. We stole the whole idea of Patreon from y'all. So yeah. We, we well literally went this. on y'all Patreon and was like, okay, bonus episode. Can I give y'all one more piece of advice? Yes. Put, y'all, put the amount of money you're making up there. Cause oh, that, nah. See? <laughs> hold up. Hey, the hold black up. people are different though. They're no, like, oh, they doing all right. Hold up. <laughs> Why did you know about what we were doing? What's the only reason you knew Flagrant Two? Because I know it was up there. Cause the money, because the money is on there. I'm yeah. not gonna take that. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you something, bro. I'm gonna take that <laughs> into consideration. When we don't do that. <laughs> Would you do exactly? <laughs> I'm gonna tell you something, bro. The way, because I, I do think I'm a very funny stand-up. You are, yeah, but I wasn't funny. getting a lot of respect. In ge- not like people were like disrespectful. They're like, oh, yeah, I thought she's funny. Yeah, I thought she's funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought she's funny. Mm-hmm. After that, pay- <laughs> I got funny. After they would say, oh, I got yeah, he's funny, man. He's funny. That's about it. Stops right. right there. After the Patreon, I and I was like, maybe I'm hallucinating, but like I feel like, and then I asked a couple comments, and they're like, yeah, man, your name rings out more. Like the respect factor. The respect oh, wow. of because people see that, and then they see you're that dude making this, and then it's like, oh. Oh, you know what's funny oh, about that? I put some respect a, on the right because right uh. people don't know y'all are doing numbers in, in general. I'm not talking about Patreon. I'm talking about yeah, everything. Yeah. YouTube, IG, tours, we whatever. We out here. <laughs> <Y'all> <laughs> out here. I ain't going to 
alone. You got you out here, bro. We're out here. And it's a, and it's and your influence. He said it. I'm disagreeing. But you, the reason people don't know you out here, the reason your influence isn't what it should be, right. is because your number. If your numbers were there, that's something people could look at and be like, oh, oh. righteous and ratchet. That yeah. and then the name carries a different weight. You know what's funny? When we tour, when I started touring. Uh, there was a there was a, a certain change in comedians' respect once they start seeing the numbers we were doing yeah, and the bro. videos. They were like, "All right, hold up, hold up, <laughs> yeah. hold up, yeah. y'all got that." Like, and then people would come, comedians would come see me and stand in the back. There was, I, I can't even tell you how many times, especially in LA, <clears throat> comedians come out and see. Like, let me see what the yeah, they're trying to hate. They're trying yeah, to they're trying to. I don't even know if they're trying. I wouldn't even say they're trying to hate. I think they're trying to verify. They're trying to they're trying to understand. Like, let me see if these are really lo- funny. Yeah, because right. a lot of people who who come up on social media. Because I didn't come to LA and do the traditional yeah. hangout, so it's people very smart seen, move you took. Yeah, really people didn't see my all, stuff. Yeah. yeah, I was like, man, forget all that. Like, let me just go out and get paid. So when they come actually see me, like I did Tony show a couple of times, and then the comedy and the improv and all those laugh factory. And then when they saw, they're like, oh, oh, okay, you do do like this. yeah, mm-hmm. like, and that's why the name of the tour is a real comedian of social media. Like we did this before internet even happened. Right. Like I was doing stand up before the internet was. You could even post video on Facebook, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So we just really switched and used the internet to our benefit, and that's kind of the reason I was cool off the whole comedy thing. I was like, man, this ain't really even worth it. Like, right. I'm gonna tell you, man, I had a show last night in Huntsville, I'm not even trying to brag, but when I got <laughs> paid, I was just like, y'all that paid me this? <laughs> For good, me? Man. For 30 minutes? Right. Like, I had to really look. When I was depositing in my bank account, because after the show, one of my little things is I take the check and deposit it like online. On the phone? Bro, when I looked at it, I was like, that's my name? Me? Yeah, but 30? <laughs> and I'm going to be home tomorrow? Oh, yeah. Ah, yeah. And I realized, like, I don't need people's approval. I have the audience's approval. Yeah. I don't need that right. guy who books this room. 100%. I don't need another comic's, uh, another comic's approval. I like it for the credibility type of thing, mm-hmm. but it don't affect my life. Yeah. The right. approval I need is my wife being like, well, you just paid the rent for... Couple Six months? months? Right. They ain't never gonna approve that long. Oh, that, bruh, <laughs> that's the approval. The kids? And that's why I feel like artists should do. You should find your audience. That's why, like, with people like Tyler Perry that gets a lot of flack from other people, I'd be Tyler like, Perry, the greatest. Dog. He found his. <laughs> Tyler he, Perry, the greatest. He the goat to me. Like, that he, man bought he a fa- military base. Boy, he found his audience right. and he fed his base. A that's military base? That's all you gotta do. That's all you gotta, all do, you gotta do. That's why I'd be like, why are people hating on him? He did what you're supposed to do. If you don't like it, just don't watch it. You, you can don't unfollow. Have to like, exactly. You don't, and, and that's the thing. You don't like him, and he's still got $500 million. And he's, dollars. A, and he's putting a lot of people in position. He's like he's, he's helping a lot of people as well. Mm-hmm. Shout and out I'm to tell him. you this, man. There's people who probably look at you with because they're not happy, and that's fine. That's them. They're bitter, and they're like, oh, mm-hmm. he bypassed the comedian route. Right. Once you start showing them what's possible, once you start showing them, hey, this is possible yeah. for all of us. Right. Then it goes from feeling bitter about you to feeling inspired by you. Yeah. Wow. Gosh, I didn't come on. You to come dropping drop them gems in there. Come on, man. Yeah. The kiss the ring joint too. Come on. Three for three. I told you, man. It's my guy. Oh, oh now you want to take ownership yeah. over here. <laughs> he he want to have some adjacent knowledge. You know what I'm saying? I don't be saying <laughs> stuff. Probably my <laughs> wisdom. Let me ask you. I wanted to get y'all 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 opinion on this. Now, there's a whole thing going on that was kind of blown up on Twitter. It kind of really got blown out of proportion. Would definitely like to hear what you guys have to say on it. James Corden. Shut up. Every time he he tries to make a structure. (laughs) So, I'm so proud. No, no, no. I want to say this. I'm so proud. He's so serious about it. This entire episode, I have been working strenuously to not cut people off. You've You've done well. If you think I'm not talking like my normal self, it's because I'm shutting up and letting our guests talk. I feel like we let Akash talk more than. Is it Akash or Akash? I I mean, I. 
I've actually heard the Indians say both, Akash and Akash. Really? I know it's a stronger K, but I don't. I grew up in the South. Everybody said Akash. I said Akash. Whatever people want to okay. say. Okay. Did you ever wear Akash Bakash? That would have been a weird <laughs> Akash Bakash. Nah, nah, I should have done. I, 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 I just heard that in my head. Oh, okay, okay. All right. So look, um, it was a big battle on online. James Corden <laughs> versus Bill Mayer. Now I don't know Bill if you guys. Mar. Bill Maher. Okay. And it's pronounced Cialis, by the way. I forgot to say that earlier. You I, I correct me. I, I just want it. you to say it right. You're doing everything a, else. I, I didn't say Cialis? You said Cialis or something. I did not say Cialis. You did. I bet if you ran the tape back, I didn't say it. But in any event. Greg, you've been listening this whole time. What'd he say? That's Greg Steve. We've been talking about it. He's from Zone 6, man. What is Zone 6? I don't know, man. sounds like a zombie movie. in Atlanta. It's the whole thing. Oh, you from Atlanta. Yeah. Hey, people ain't angry in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. Greg is the toughest, not tough person yeah, he ever. Is. He is wildly strong, but then he'd be like, <laughs> and that's equally funny. But then he'll bench 265. Nah, he got that oh, yeah. prison bill for real. Yo, he, you know how frustrating it is to yes. work you out with somebody you know who he is. Built like real talk. You built like you started lifting weights at about 13 and you stopped growing. <laughs> but you got that body though. Like it stunted your growth. You got that little kid like height, but you got that yoked juvie body. Little kid, you got a juvenile Greg, you body. You gotta come around, man. You gotta, you gotta come, come around. Dog. Come around. You gotta come on. You gotta come on. They gotta see you now. You gotta man. see the body. He says now, you got man. a juvenile. He says you got a juvenile hall body. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta come show. You wild, strong, but Yo. stocky. Yo. I'm not mean, man. No. He do look like I'm, I'm, I'm a little. I'm five seven. I'm at least as tall as this guy. That's crazy, he's but he's yoked. Last, last time somebody talked about me like that, though. <laughs> <laughs> you came for the warning, like, yeah, but Son, buddy, you're going to have to teach. Right. <laughs> it took me an extra five seconds to understand what he was saying. Oh, man, great country, man. All right, so James Corden versus Bill Maher. So Bill Maher basically went on, and he went into some content and what he was talking about, basically fat-shaming people, basically saying that nobody comes out of the womb fat, um, and we need Facts. to start fat shaming people. Facts. That, you I know, came out fat. Fat shaming people to get into shape. Now, James Corden, who also has a late night talk show, used his platform and kind of clap back towards him. What did you guys feel about that whole situation? I, I, you go ahead and comment. Nah, you got, you, got you got it. You got it. I'm going to go first. Nah, nah. He okay, ready. Yeah, ready. I want to say this. Say it. I was so happy James Corden said that. I yeah, like, me too. Oh, yes. I'm fat too. <laughs> you think I want to be this way? You know how mad I am at myself when I eat the whole ice cream? It's, isn't it the worst? Put it son, down. Don't boy even drink water fat, son. That's crazy. <laughs> I drink water fat? Well, what is that, dog? It's funny because me and Doughboy it's, fat shame each other we do. all Yo, that's day why Corn is, is corny, dog. You lying, man. No. I fire on you. Yo. He is our leader. <laughs> that's why. He did that so fat people would be like, oh, I love James Corden. Yeah. Yes. So you, so you agree with Bill? Because you got fat shaming privilege. Exactly. You, you're thin. You got I used thin to be privilege. Fat. No, you, you are not. So is a fat picture right now. I want to see a fat picture. Real, you look, I, and you better he be got no fat. He going to be 210 max. All I got, 210. That's max. You are not, about? I never see no fat. It better be on the ground. When it's you really think gram. about it, fat is subjective. I heard a dude say I had really let myself go. I was 230. I was like, let yourself go. Man, I, I you love know who I killed to get to 230? No boy. You know who I killed. No boy. Myself. No boy. <laughs> 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 nah, pull this picture up. Bro. Yeah, where the fat picture at? 
You Son, ain't got one. Hold on. First of all, I was 15, 16, 17. Second of all, you not you weren't fat. You were obese. I, right? I was 480. That's a different That's, level. Yeah. yeah, you can't act like people were less fat than you, so they weren't fat, bro. You were finna <laughs> die. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, uh. <laughs> so, hold on. Let me find this picture. But yeah, the point yeah, is, you, you know how I lost weight? My uh. uncle shamed me. Every time I was eating something at his house, he was like, really? <laughs> God. That's why you no, look like that. No, you know what I found out? The new way to insult you, to try to tell you that you're fat? I was ugly, boy. People say this. Hey, man, you still been working out? Like, you know I have not been working out. You see what's... I don't now. So they used to say, are you gaining weight? Now they say, have you still been working out? Because we both know the answer is no. You jerk what face. Do you, how do you answer that, though? I'd be like, no. You yell uh, at them? I was fat in elementary You were? I was fat today when I woke up. <laughs> <laughs> what got me working out? What got me working out? Oh, snap. Out? He really but was that's chubby. Not the thing that's that's chubby. I told Hold you. Hold on, though. He... Oh, you was fat and ugly. <laughs> yeah. I was both, son. Jay, put that picture up there. Josh. Put it we up. Gotta, we got to send this to Josh. You might not Why be able to see it. Why do you look like these? Let me see. Wow. Oh, man, that ain't really common for us. Uh, wow. That was so ugly, nobody wanted to take a full picture. Yo. Screenshot that, though, so we can post Yo. that on the thing. Okay. You want, you want to text that to you? I'll text that to you, bro. So your uncle... Okay, so he's shaming you. What camera were you looking at in this picture? I, I look like a special like needs. Sneeze. You look like Mexican. I look... <laughs> you look like, like, wait, wait, hey, wait. One photo, man. Keep it moving. I look, I look special needs, real talk. Oh. Let's be honest about it. You look it. like somebody just touched your plate and you look like, hey, man, what are you doing over there? <laughs> Son, I wasn't always gorgeous. I don't know what to tell y'all. So you think Bill Mayher was okay? May you done said it three John different times. John Mayer, man. Bill Mayer. You think Bill Mayer is the <laughs> You think Bill Lambeer. So, uh, you think he's okay for... I, let yes, me tell you how uh, I feel. As a dude that's been fat my entire existence, I felt offended. And I just feel like if you don't know something, you don't always got to comment Blah, on blah, it. blah, dog. Shut up. <laughs> fat <it. laughs> Tired of fat people giving opinions, son. Huh? Kosh on Wait, this episode. just said he's tired of fat people giving their opinions. Yeah, man. <laughs> Sit down. Lose weight. It's hard, Akash. Genetics. <laughs> Genetics. I Genetics. See, this is the unfair thing. How do y'all find time in your mouth to have opinions? We always stuffing them with food. <laughs> Plenty. Plenty. I, I, I get it down there quick. I get that. It's not idea. a lot of times the, the food spins in the mouth. Because you ain't chewing. Oh, no. chew? No. Let me get a couple. I'm not even going to lie to I'm you. I'm going to give you a couple chews for flavor, and then they got to get some more in here. Most embarrassing. You ain't even fat, bro. No, I am. Doughboy fat, but you know. Hey, man, I'm me trying to get there. are like 15 pounds away from each other. Yeah. Really? Yes. Side note, let me tell you the no, most. Don't looking all right, bro. You don't looking, looking great. <laughs> now, I've known dough since 480. Yeah. <laughs> There's a video on ADD, man. I that, uh. The, the training day? Boy, we, don't we, turn that corner. I had the boom, 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 boom. And yeah. now, yeah, we took the Rights and Ratchet merch pictures, and I was just like, huh. <laughs> you yeah, can't do it. Doe got the surgery. Doe, that's nah. like having, see, but that's the thing. People that's always like having, he said it. He said see, it, man. Doe. Look, man, now I'm mad with you, man. Get him off my show. Get out of here. He hates yeah. when people yeah, bring up the surgery. What's wrong with you, man? No. Yeah, it's like beating Contra with no. the 99 Lives code. <laughs> You, you told me you I pressed up, up, down, down, yeah. there. No, shut up. This is Somebody's made that exact yes. joke and Kevin, you were no, living. No, Tony did. I was. Why you ain't living with a cop? Because I'm trying to mask it because I'm on camera. <laughs> Keep that same listen, energy you listen, had with Tony. That's so wrong. Your surgery shaming me. Your surgery, your oh, procedure is shaming me. It took a lot of hard work and effort as can't, well. Can't people just be shamed sometimes? No, like, we don't, <laughs> don't want to be shamed. Why you won't got no shame? Because <laughs> I don't want, I'm me. <laughs> I matter. I mean, I wanna, I'm trying to tell y'all the funniest fashion. You got too much matter. That's the problem. <laughs> Unless you lose some of it, son. 
I wanted to tell y'all about the time I got a Greg pizza. can't even show us he happy. He had to walk out of the room to laugh. <laughs> My man can't even let us know he's smiling. <laughs> we shouldn't have had him on this. If it was just being dope, yeah, man. Yeah, everything's okay, okay. right? <laughs> <laughs> I will have tacos for breakfast. It's, it is my right. The couch is over here. Nah, man, you shouldn't be fat. <laughs> I want to. You know, I always be trying to make that scenario in my head that people will feel bad for shaking me when I was fat. I'll be like, they'll one day shaking see. you. Like when people like wasn't rocking with me for being fat, I'll be like, one day they'll regret this. But they never do. <laughs> they just be like, no, you was fat then, and uh, you're still. Bro, they just wanted some some room on a seat to eat with you, probably. They probably. Ah, <laughs> uh, Joe, maybe. you gotta tell them the airplane story. All right, so uh, on my first season of Wilding Out, I was about four fifty, yeah, and uh, there was this, this white lady. So I was sitting there next to her, and I was spilling out the seat. It was it was a whole ordeal. Right. And so the the, the, the stewardess came and she. Was like sir we're gonna you're gonna have to you know be charged for another seat you're That's you know you're up. making it uncomfortable real talk and then the white lady got <laughs> mad and she was like who do you think you are, uh, man? You don't embarrass him this dog. way. Are you crazy? Who is your supervisor? He is a human being. No, he does not eat another seat. He is fine. He is a person. The lady was like, okay, okay. So that was cool. But about three hours into that flight, and I was like this the whole time. She, <laughs> she looked up like she wanted to say, they don't get this fat nigga off of me now. <laughs> and I mean now. She inserted herself in a situation and then had to deal with the consequences. She didn't, no, she didn't keep that same energy. She, she tried to get her arm on the armrest and it's just your belly on her lap. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, I, this is my part. I'll be about to try to give her like some small talk. Like, yeah, man, in New York, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that this is wrong, and I think that Bill Mar, hey, shut up, is wrong. <laughs> fat boy. I hear you. I don't right, care what you think. We got to. We're about to physical shame Absolutely. You. you can't whoop me. I right, keep that is same it? energy when you get these punches and punches. <laughs> now, sh- bah, what's up? You know yeah, the crazy thing? will be strong, No, though. the crazy thing is- You ain't trying to lose them sponsorships. In school, I never liked to fight. So if people would pick on me, I wouldn't fight. But you know how they had those games where they would slap food out of your hand? Yeah. Oh, we was going to fail right then <laughs> and there. I don't care. Dad, Grandpa, we will all fight slapping down. My food. Uh, let me ask you this because you're our sports guy. People always say we don't know about sports. Uh, no, nah, let's they keep talking about fat they people, never son. They said <laughs> that about me. Whoever said I don't know about sports? You don't know about sports. You played JV for four years, Kevin. You never made a team. So? Ever. So? Nobody saw you was like, You ain't ever seen him, him in an eating competition. Kev, you talk right. so much, though. You talk so much. I really feel now that we're closer to size. If we really play one-on-one basketball, I beat you. Enough. Oh, y'all got to do this. And that is a fact. You talk a lot. It's an easy episode. No, I will beat you in one-on-one basketball. Seriously, now that I've lost weight and we're 15 pounds apart. Let me tell you what. We played one-on-one. And I was 340. And all he did was, you know how big fat people be basketball. They can't stop you. So all he <laughs> he just gross, pushed right? me every time I would go to the, to the goal. Push me, push me. He back in, boom, just yeah. this heavy. My back was hurting for like a week. I'm not gonna play you, okay. so you can attack me all game. Who won though? I won. Do you want to? He play? didn't even score in this game because I was fatter. But I bet you I can beat you now. No, I'm no, serious. You're not gonna hurt my back again. I won't. I won't back you down. We could go to 21 and we can film it and I'll beat you for it's real. It's going to take you eight it, hours. It, no, to we're going to go to 11. If y'all about it, we're going to be in New York. If y'all about it, we're going to be in New York. If y'all about it, we are. We bet, are. Bet that Patreon check. Bet that share. I'll bet, it ain't going to hurt me like it's going to hurt yeah, him. That, that, that just run my, that, 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 that's okay. Let's, let's, let's put a fence around this argument now. I've already paid out $1,700 in weight loss fees that I didn't. You see that whole energy change? Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't believe in myself like that. But we are going to be in New York. Wait a minute, you seventeen hundred dollars you owe people for No, because I, okay, so I bet Kevin that I would be I would weigh less than him on my birthday. But it just got insane. Like I was up to like four thirty in the morning with a sweat bag on doing he cardio. Was trying to kill himself. It was too much. So we caught it all, but I still had to pay. I had to pay Greg a thousand, I had to pay to here seven hundred dollars. Seventeen hundred dollars to lose a bet. 
So I ain't trying to lose no more. So how how can we motivate fat food. people? We can't shame you. We can't offer we you reward. We don't need your motivation. Need that. Shut up. You still fat. We gotta <laughs> help you. And let me be. And let me be. I gotta look in the mirror every day. I don't need you to say look nothing. At, no, about you it. don't look in the mirror as much as I gotta look at you. But see, this is the thing. You know what makes me mad about what he's saying? Because you can control your weight now. I know you don't watch what you eat because I've eaten with you before. You're not no super health conscious dude. You don't work out and you have this physique of severeness. Yeah, I what's up you. with all that? I hate you. I'm gonna scratch your face. You wildin'. <laughs> okay. I work out. He got the I watch what right I eat. How often, often do you work out? How often do you work out? At least three times a week. What do you do? I do weights. I do one day with it's I do either deadlift, squats, or bench press in one of the three days. And then I do workouts after exercises based off of that. So one day will be like Man, shut up. Trying to <laughs> He really had the answer. Man. I, I want you to not be working out. You've been feeding a doughboy's whole argument. Man, know exactly what he be doing at the gym. And I still look terrible with a shirt off. And, and I'm a little shamed about it. Skinny and I fat, be. skinny fat is a thing. I'm skinny fat. I, I'm not afraid of taking my shirt off. I bet you you are. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I'm shamed about it. Because, but you know how I got from being fat, fat to skinny fat, which is less dangerous to my own health. Shame. <laughs> the same shame that keeps the shirt on me. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna tell you what. I'm never gonna have the shirt on. I'm never gonna. I don't care if I was 600 pounds. If I'm swimming, the shirt's off. I'm never gonna be the fat guy you, in the pool with the shirt. I'm swimming with the shirt on. No, nah. nah, you can't do that. That's nah, man. No, there's some people that do that. I'd be like, why are you doing that? Nah, man. It draws more attention to you, and then it's see through, and they can see it anyway. You just look stupid for trying to conceal. And the shirts be heavy, bro. Yeah, you can't really swim and have fun in that. <laughs> I'm 36, man. I ain't finna lose this weight. I was really looking in the mirror the other day, like this might be it for me. <laughs> <laughs> I get this you might not. be it for me. Might be but look at what it. you're doing well in so many other areas, though. Let me tell you Shut what I, I, I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> no cap. Up, no cap. No cap. You that's can't what find a do. cat big enough for his fat head. That's like everything you said. No cap. That's exactly what I do. Like you know what? My wife is is in shape. That's good enough. My kids are. At least I'm married. Anything to not work out and eat right. I'll tell myself anything. I'm doing well in my field. I'm too tired to work out. I'm a good out. father. It's because I. I'm Stuff. I got an oil change I yesterday. <laughs> things are going well in my life. My car is at least in shape. I'm Uber Gold. I'm Uber Gold. I'm Diamond on Delta. Who needs fitness? Not me. Are you Delta Diamond, son? That's what's yeah. up. Bro. No cap. Delta Sigma. That's okay. You said no cap like 12 times. I'm cool. Enough. <laughs> Enough. I was top 2% of all LA Flyers on Delta this wow. year. Wow. I, I went United. I messed up. But I'm trying to get that, that top tier status. Man, they, they treat you different when you're diamond. Oh, 100%. What they do? I'm going to have just, a chance at the end of this when year. They see, when you scan your boarding pass and they see your diamond, mm -hmm. they change their whole attitude. Because I remember the other day, it was in Atlanta, and they were like, you really can't put this in. You can't do that. They came on board and passed. They're like, oh, Mr. Fredericks, you actually open the suitcase more. Leave it any, any way you want to. <laughs> Marriott, too. They be tripping. They saw I had like 2 million points on Marriott. Because I've been saving them all my my, my uh, Marriott points for the last two years on mm -hmm. tour because I want to have a stupid hotel. Like, I want to go do to Australia. Do they Australia. expire? No, they don't expire. Okay. So I was trying to have a stupid hotel, and Take when they wife and kids and all wife that. and kids you and just be like man, out ridiculous, like okay, y'all obviously I don't have the money for this, but I have yeah. the points for this. And when they see that you're they're like two million points, Mister Frederick, it'd be lit. Ah, oh, they just it's it's a points privilege. Nice. People yeah, be looking at you different when you got them points. I'll be like, yeah, them keep points. that. Same. Yeah. Right, well, Nobody got thing, no points though. One last thing, if we could talk all day, you're a great guest, by the way. Oh, thank we you. We can guys. talk to you all day, but I did. Want to hear? Yeah, fat. 
I did want to hear I'm y'all. I'm a sock Akash. Yeah, Akash. On, on, yes. for, all, for every fat person watching this, Facts. I'm going to sock him. I bet y'all got a, a real fat fan base. I'm going to tell you, tell you what. <laughs> He's got a fat the majority <laughs> of people are big. When I was like, I'm going to tell you when it messed my mind. When we was in Spain. Is that at why you got to theaters? You be selling half the seats? <laughs> <laughs> y'all better not leave us. Oh, because we didn't say these things. The guy said them. Why is your Why is your water Put bottle it down? that big? It is loud. <laughs> it keeps the water cold for it is hours. Military grade. What? <laughs> Doughboy always. I need drink. my water really, really cold. Okay, so drink it fast when you pour it. Shut up. No, no, listen, I gotta ask this question before we have to sign. I wanna know you guys' opinion. Now, Tim Tebow is getting criticized. Oh, I totally forgot we were on sports. There was a a California law that they're trying to make that college athletes can start to make money. Or at least. The governor's supposed to sign it into law. So they at least won't be penalized for taking money. And Tim Tebow came out. And basically said, no, when I was growing up, it was about being part of a family heritage, da-da-da. You know, Tim Tebow probably comes from money. He probably didn't struggle. How do you guys feel about him hating on college athletes getting paid? I didn't like it, man. I, I loved Tim Tebow before this. And I still like him a lot. But, like, come on, dog. Stop it. Let people make money. Bruh, here's my thing. And this is whether you're poor or rich. If it's an amateur sport and you have the scholarship and there's no money being made, no big deal. I don't think people care about people getting paid until it was obvious that the NCAA was making billions yes. and not sharing. Mm-hmm. Right. If it's Correct. like back in the day, the reason nobody cared is because the colleges weren't making money like that. Mm-hmm. You sold football Correct. tickets, you sold concessions. It might have went back to the program. It wasn't a like the Texas Longhorns has a million, a hundred million dollars. The coaches begin like ten million a year, bro. Dabo and 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 Nick Saban, they make NFL coach money. Yeah. Like my problem isn't that they're amateurs; it's that they're not. It's not an amateur business. It's just Correct. set up that exactly. the, the students are like amateurs, mm. but the money is real life money. So if y'all gonna make money, then you gotta share it. If exactly. you don't get to make money like that, then you don't gotta pay people. If you gonna get billions of dollars, like you, you can't even have a YouTube page. Yeah, that's you just can't crazy. even have a YouTube page. I'm showing you unrelated. Right. No, it don't even have to be nothing. What you can't have a YouTube. You could be a chef. You like making pizzas. You cannot make no money on YouTube if you're a college athlete. NCAA gonna <clears throat> run themselves out of business though, because I know the NBA, uh, NBA G League. Yep, yep. They're starting. To, they'll take people straight out of high school and pay them. Yep. There'll be another thing that'll do with football. The football's NCAA. the only football one. is the last one because they get they get money early from baseball too. Then you can sign a person like sixteen. Well, you don't have to go to college, right? Yeah, you can get the, they the can signing put you on the farm system. When but you're the a NFL, you got to be three years removed from high school right. to play in the NFL, and that's where the money is, and what? that's the most lucrative college sport by a lot for most. Wow. Of School, yeah, yeah. Right. like the Texas um, football program pays for all, all the Texas sports. Yeah, right. all, all of them. You don't need to make money if you're swimming. No, because you don't right. make money. No, right. your sport doesn't make money. No, so there's nothing to pay you. Right, but, but if there's because they're selling your jersey, they sell right. your jersey. You're making football? money off my name, but I can't. That's it's, what I think. The thing, is that's unfair. what I really got off of like unfair. college sports is when Jameis Winston. Was they were selling all his jerseys and all that stuff, and then he had him getting trouble for getting some crab legs at the store. No, but he also, he also crab stole legs. the crab legs. The crab crime. legs are that's delicious. Not, that's not a good. That's enough. a crime. I steal them. <laughs> you ain't never stole no crab legs, or at I, least one or two. I don't know how to hog down people. <laughs> <laughs> you had all these, all these people you could have used as examples. Well, because and he always thing was because James he only Winston. stole the crab legs because he wasn't making no money. Hold on, he tried to walk out with the crab legs sticking out of his pocket. Yeah, he was just looking crazy. I don't. <laughs> crab legs are not a stealable item. You can't. You can't steal. Huh? Team Tebow said it though. He made the uh, point himself. They saw his jersey was like the third, even in the National Football. He had, he had he money before that, but though. he came from money. 
But what I'm saying is, he was they were making millions off his jersey. Yeah. I thought he was about to say, so why couldn't I get him? No, he said yeah, he, he was on some. I I'm just happy to be here. I don't. Yeah. I, and also, if you don't need the money and you do need the money, it hits different. Right, exactly. your family can't right. sing you know care packages and stuff, and you're right. not you're not feeling the effects of college because your whole day, if you see an NCAA athlete schedule, it's mm-hmm. not you're not a student. You're, you're not, not a student. Full time right. job. You're not you're a, a, a full time job. I was talking to my boy who played for USC during their you're an like, educated slave, like a kind of educated slave. Yes, mm. he said system. that he went from USC to the NFL. The only difference he said is he don't have to go to class. He was like, they did all of my work for yeah, me. Like, th- really? Not, bro, yeah. those that's really a real thing? Bro, they have daily tutor yes. sessions, but the tutors no. do all the work for him. He said all he had to do was in show D1, up to class sometimes during football season. Yeah. Wow. The only thing in his schedule that changed is sometimes he had to go to class. The amount of work, he actually said there's less practice in the NFL than there, there was in college. So then they really don't care about you really getting an education at all. So why no, even make somebody be three no. years removed? No. They don't care dumb. less about you. Right. You that's are an object care. of it. They're dumb. They're, and I, I didn't like Tebow for saying it because I'm just like, I don't think you ever struggled in your life to be saying this. There are Now, if that's for you, then that should be for you. You shouldn't talk down upon yeah, other people. Yeah, you could people. donate the money you make. Exactly. Give it back to the school. Do right. whatever you want. Right. Exactly. Don't or shame somebody else. You this know. could change lives, man. If they put like $50,000 a year and, and if they made it to where, I don't know if this is fair or not, but theoretically to motivate people to finish college. Yeah. Here's 25,000 a year if you finish college, or whatever, 50,000 a year. Yes. If you finish college, this is invested, and then you'll get that 250,000. Absolutely. Whatever. At well, the end of your four I'd be years. cool with that. Yeah. I'm good with that. I've been good with this episode. You guys Did you go to fun? college, Akash? I'm obviously, dog. I'm Indian. Y'all don't have a choice. <laughs> that was not even an option. So they're like, you could do comedy, but you ain't dropping the, out. The idea, honestly, Did I you swear, graduate? the idea of not going to college never even entered my mind. You it's know the just, crazy thing not about that? Thing. Not becoming a doctor is like dropping out of high school for us. Wow. Yeah, that's the standard. You know that's the, what my kid can do. I'm going to beat his behind <laughs> if he try to be a comic. The crazy thing about this statement, I, I didn't mean to cut Stupid. you off. I seen that look you gave me, Kevin. We were doing so Sorry. well. You know what's crazy about that statement that you said, that you going to college was never not an option? Yeah. Me going to college was never a thought. Like, I never thought in my, like, when I was growing up, I was just was never like, that's something that, I never even thought of. I was just like, yeah, the smart people do that. Like, it's just crazy how culturally we come up differently because. It's sad, man. You know, I think everybody nobody ever should, told me that. should know that's a, yeah. Even if you don't, it's not for everybody, but you should know it's like very, it's right. very feasible. Do you feel like it's because you're, were your parents immigrants? Yes. Are you first generation? Um, yes. So My, was it? Do you think it's because of that? Yeah, there is a certain immigrant mentality. I think that is like education is the safest route to a job, and immigrants yeah. are very much yeah. about security. That's why Indians like doctors. Because it's people a, it's always gonna be sick, always, always gonna yeah. be fat people, right? Yep. Yeah, fat people yeah. like us, right, Kakash? I'm trying to help you, bro. You just putting money back in my uncle's pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to help. We want to thank you for coming to be. Why are you qu- uh, forcing the podcast over? I'm not. I, I just, wanted to hear his opinion. I had seen his face. Doctor. I thought that was wrap it up. What time. face I did I make? I don't Josh know. ain't said nothing. Okay, keep going. Akash ain't in a rush. I want keep going. I ain't in a rush. I want to hear his thoughts on immigration. Let's talk about immigration. <laughs> yeah, immigrants no. in because I think that's fascinating that people are saying that um, they're so we me and Doughboy talk about this a lot people who live in LA are born in LA yeah. they don't have the same hustle as people who left their hometown and moved to LA I agree and I feel like immigrants ha- are that times a million because yeah. they left their home country yeah. all their culture everything yeah. to, and, and almost always they gave up everything to come here so they're like <laughs> if you're my kid bro you don't even know what I sacrificed no, you gonna be a doctor because mm. I sacrificed for 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 you to even have this opportunity, so, so don't let me down. My mom's dad came here in like 1960, probably, uh-huh. to Texas. I don't know if he went straight to Texas. I, didn't, I don't know exactly the route, but I don't right. know he ended up in Texas. There were no Indians in Texas. Right. He mm-hmm. had to learn the language when he got here. 
He didn't have money when he got here. He eventually saved up enough to bring over his two of his daughters. Couldn't even bring over all four. Couldn't afford to bring over the two oldest. Brought over his two youngest. The two oldest got married. They had an arranged marriage for them. Mm -hmm. And then my brought us over. My mom went dropped into high school in 1970 in Texas. No Indians around. She was up to four in the morning studying every day, trying to learn the language, trying to learn whatever they were teaching her. Yeah, yeah. Everybody. So it's like the idea. That's why I have jokes and I push back against like the idea of people being privileged. It's like, bro, if you're in America. You got to zoom out globally and see how privileged you are to be in America. Yeah. Like, you know, and I think about that with the Trump stuff, because people like the people who are coming here, they still know all the risk of being deported, be all that. Oh, yeah. You know how bad it has to be for them to still be like, bro, I still have to try. Yeah. They just Dang. don't have to catch me. I never even thought of it like that. I'm still going like point. that means how America is that much of a beacon, even the way we have it. Yeah. Right. And we'd be complaining a lot because we lived our whole life. And they're like, man, they might catch me. I might get separated from my children and I'm still pulling up. So I remember, and this isn't even like the poorest part of India, but the second time I went to India, I saw just a bunch of kids literally just playing with like a mountain, like 15 feet high of dirt and garbage. And I was a little, was a little girl I was seeing. One kid was just naked. Parents couldn't afford clothes. His little baby just walking around naked, three years old, whatever. Another kid just had a shirt, no underwear, no nothing, just long enough, barely to cover the privates. But yeah. like if he lifted his arms, that you would have seen anything. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's like they don't have money at all. Right. Like poverty, mm. there is poverty there that is some, it's like you've never seen. And yeah. that's not the only country like that. No, it's no, not no. the poorest country on earth. So it's like, bro, we are blessed to be here. Yeah. And immigrants, I think I'm lucky to be the kid of an immigrant because excuses were kind of removed. Right. Like I mm. tried to have excuses. Yeah. And I think my parents and the parents I saw growing up, it was just like, you just realized eventually, like, there is no excuse if you're here. That yeah, for sure. Everything's removed because of where we where we come from. And if you come from that, that image is stuck in your head. Yo. Absolutely. And like when your you parents, see it, if you saw that only on a couple of trips, your parents saw that every day. Bro, they saw it every day. And I'm telling y'all, y'all gonna start doing shows internationally at some point. I'm sure if you haven't already. We just did London. Yeah. You did London. You you're about to start going to countries where you're like, they do comedy. I see yeah. that for y'all. But when you that. go there, go explore and then go see like the people. And you will see reality that you didn't know existed. Man, when I went to Jamaica like, for the first yo, time. Bro, Jamaica. I went on a cruise, right? Yep. You, and that tell first, me you didn't get off the boat. I did. What? That first two mile is lavish. Yeah. The cruise ship, the shops, the restaurants. That second two miles in, people were living in. There was kids, wild dogs everywhere. Kids with no shoes on, playing in in like abandoned shipping crates. Yeah. And you realize like that tourism part is a small oh, yeah. sliver wow. of the yeah. country. Yeah. Two miles inland is different. It's Hood. They hide Jamaica from from people visiting Jamaica. Oh yeah, because no. really, when we when we're tourists, we don't want to see that part. Nah, oh, no. We want to see the brochure version of your country. Nah. I don't want to see the people really struggling because it's gonna make me feel bad. Absolutely. And I want to come feel. Like, oh, I'm in Jamaica. The, the, the sand, water. The water. Mm-hmm. I want to get coconut my hair water. Yeah, you know you don't be drinking that. <laughs> <Shut> <laughs> <up>. <laughs> you know what I'm saying though? Right. Because me and Melissa went, and I was like, oh snap, this is not. This part don't make the Royal Caribbean nope. excursion. And I think that's why I grew up with like the, we don't like believe in, oh, you're shaming me. It's like, shut up. We don't have time for that. I was like, thinking about that. it real good. Yeah, shut yeah, up. Yeah, don't yeah. sit here and complain. Well, let me ask you guys this. Because this, when you guys say this, this, this is an interesting question that thought that came in my mind. So if we all know that America is like this, right? And we know that America is like, there's so many people vying to get over here. It's a great place. Lots of opportunity. Why do you feel like we get so much hate from other countries? Because I feel like other countries don't like us. That's why they're always like beefing with us. Like, forget America. Why do you think that I is? Think one, if, because we have it. Because don't, what don't we, you yeah, don't you a little annoyed at rich people in America that yeah. have a bunch of stuff you don't have? Two, I think we take for granted what we have. But that would make you so mad that you'd be like, let's bomb an attack. Like let's let's have a problem. Oh, with I them. think I think those people you probably know? manipulated and exploited by like other people who want like 
and they can be like, oh, you know why your life is like this? Because of them. Follow me, and I'll change your life, and then whatever. Like they, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's all that's a whole different thing. I think. Right? Yeah, because I was always wondering. Like, talking about like regular people. Well, I mean, I mean, that's just, I mean, I just wonder why like that's the perception because I kind of be feeling like people don't really rock with America like that. They don't. But they then don't. they do because they be like, it's dope. But I don't think them. they rock with America. And then we be we be we be jerks. We, we be entitled. Yeah, we uh, we be enforcing our our not enforcing, but we be getting in people's business. Yeah, well, I mean, definitely our governments. I mean, what y'all doing over here, man? We up in there. <laughs> That's our whole thing. What y'all got? Oh, man, we want some. <laughs> that was a whole Iraq thing. Like, man, they they bombed us. They didn't. Y'all got oil though. <laughs> we up in here. You know what I'm saying? Like, even when we travel, I remember when I was in France, like. Uh, I didn't say excuse me to somebody. Mm. I was like, hey, do you know where uh, this is? And they're like, excuse me. <laughs> like, yeah, do you know where this is? Like, excuse me. I was like, my bad. Because yeah. I, you know, I didn't, right. excuse me. <clears throat> Pardon me, mon yeah. clair. You know what I'm saying? And I realized, like, oh, I was, that probably comes across very rude when you're very polite yeah. right. and, and, and pleasant and stuff. We just come over, man, show me where this is now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we be like that for sure. Right. All right. This is a perfect time to wrap it up. Now it's oh, a good no, time. No, to wrap you it sure? Up. Anything else? Yeah. You heard the silence? I felt bad. I was just like, I wasn't trying to. Do you, you want to tell the people where they can find you and yes. what you got working on? Tell Yo, them stuff. so uh, you could check out my podcast, Flagrant 2, if you thought my jokes were offensive here. Uh, you have no idea how bad it could get. Uh, you can also check out me and my website, my Instagram, my Twitter is all my name, AK double A S H. That's my first name, last name, Singh, S I N G H, Akash Singh. Uh, I'm also going on tour. Um, I am going to be in LA, the comedy store, belly room at eight o'clock. Tickets are sold out as of now, but uh, just see, maybe we can sneak you in or something like that. Y'all, y'all got to come through. Yeah. The next day, Portland, September twentieth. I'm at Curious Curious Comedy at seven thirty. Minneapolis, Sisyphus Brewing. Uh, two shows, eight and ten. You're at Sisyphus Brewing. <laughs> <laughs> what is Sisyphus Brewing? <laughs> you made it, dog. Oh, yeah, Sisyphus Brewing. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> you went I from sleeping on the floor to Sisyphus Brewing. <laughs> You have hey. made it. <laughs> I'm there because we didn't make it. Like, boy, you're a freaking idiot, man. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. You uh, went from being broke to being a Sisyphus brewery. We want to thank y'all. He wasn't done, man. I'm not man, done. Man, done. Man, done. 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 We're cutting him off. Did it done? Where do you got to go? Nowhere. You got a McRib and hot and ready in the trunk. Yeah. <laughs> this man looking through the ground and say his last thing. Yeah, I'm also at the American Comedy Club in San Diego, uh, October 7th. No, sorry, November 7th through the 9th. And we got a show in Detroit. I'm not exactly sure where, but holler at me. I'll figure out exactly where. Somewhere in my nice. IG DMs. We just closed that. And I will personally, if my my word means anything to the fans out there, Akash, all jokes aside, one of the funniest stand-ups. He takes his crowd very, very seriously. Thank Go and check him out. Dude's hilarious. What I was that sketch y'all did before we go? Um, supportive stalker. Supportive stalker. Still get love. We was rocking back in the day. Right. Supportive stalker supportive st- is a funny <laughs> sketch that Doughboy wrote, and he was like, "Man, Akash would be great for this," and he killed it. It was so. I funny, still man. people still are like, I remember that when they're going through my oh, stuff or whatever, man. they're like, "Yo, you they are they love that." Was sketch. that at the old office? That was yeah, the that old was old Culver City. OG, like yeah. that was our man. We got history back when they was happy. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, the, vi- the vibe in Culver City was way Bruh. different, man. It was a good time. Dang, I can't this is such a great question. Well-written, directed, shot, edited, and casted. Yeah. Three years ago. Hey. Yeah, trying to get them numbers up. Bro. I, I see. see, you know what it is. Bingo. This was all, what, March 2016. We've been rocking for some time, guys. Oh, yeah. stuff, man. All right, man, we out of here, man. Shout out. Follow Akash, man. Very funny individual. Go see him if he's in your city. Sisyphus Brewing. Uh, if you're in Minneapolis <laughs> or American Comedy Club. Check out their podcast. They keeps it a thou wow. Oh, yeah. And we'll see y'all later.
Peace. Bye.